Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A Fianna Gael Tipperary-based senator has said many people living in rural Ireland saw their Christmas socialising and shopping seriously curtailed. Why? Well, it's due to the lack of viable taxi and hackney options. Fianna Gael Senator Gareth O'Hearn is challenging the Minister for Transport, Eamon Ryan, to do more. And uh, he joins me this morning. Good morning to you, Gareth. Good morning, Patricia. Happy New Year to you and to all your listeners. And many happy returns. Now, before Christmas, we actually discussed this very topic many, many times on the programme. And Uber was the obvious suggestion from so many of our listeners. Have you any understanding why it isn't operated nationwide? Uh, Yeah, look, like like your listeners, this is just a no brainer uh, to me. It just seems like we have uh, a challenge here in rural Ireland where... Uh, People want to be able to go into towns and villages, um, but don't have the transport that you would have in Dublin or Cork. Uh, The the problem essentially is the NTA, the National Transport Authority. But like Patricia, most people would have had conversations over Christmas with family about going out for a dinner or a few drinks or a work night out. And invariably, the conversation would always come back to, well, how are we going to get home? Uh, There's no taxis. And if you talk to parents of young adults, particularly kids that would be 18, 19, 20. There's so many parents in this country who get up at two o'clock in the morning, have to in the morning to drive in to collect their children uh, from a night out. And essentially what I'm saying is we have an option here that should be looked at and should be uh, seen as a viable option for rural Ireland so that people who want to go into their rural town or village would be able to do so. Um, 
and it's essentially the National Transport Authority that need to make that decision. Uh, they seem to have no interest in delivering Uber uh, into rural Ireland. So I'm calling on the Minister for Transport to intervene uh, and and to deliver this for rural Ireland. Yeah, and many of us have used Uber in other countries and it is such a simple system that works really, yeah. really well. Yeah, like uh, most people, like uh, a lot of people might have went to went to France for the for the Rugby World Cup. Anyone who's trying to get to places would use Uber. If you go on holidays um, uh, to, to anywhere in Europe, uh, people use Uber. It is such a simple service to use and so easy. And there's absolutely no reason uh, why this wouldn't be a viable option uh, in rural Ireland. Like I speak to my colleagues an awful lot. I know my colleague in Cork, uh, Senator Tim Lumbert, had a piece on the Southern Star on this as well, uh, because where he's from is quite similar to mine. Uh, I come from a very rural area in Tipperary, in between two good rural towns of Cair and Clamel. Um, and just a challenge for people uh, in terms of rural Ireland is rural isolation. Uh, and we need to make sure that we give people options uh, to be able to get into towns and villages. Uh, we set up a Department of Rural Affairs a number of years ago. Heather Humphreys is, in, is the minister for that department at the moment. And we're investing in towns and villages to revitalise town centres. But there's no revitalization that you can do better than actually getting people to come into towns and to come into villages and to spend money locally. And people want to do that. But if they don't have the capability to get in and get out uh, through transport, uh, well, then it's no They're good. They're not going to do it. And, and, what I'm, and have you heard from business owners who tell you that footfall is affected because of lack of taxis? Oh, like, like absolutely. Like the, the, the best example, Patricia, I have at the moment, actually, is in Clamel, uh, we have a new rural link bus service that just started the first week in December. In the very first week, two and a half thousand people used that rural link service. It had never been in the town before. Uh, and now it's been used every day by people who live just on the outskirts of the town to come in, to do a bit of shopping, to buy some clothes, to get to collect their pension. Anything that they need to do, they can use that. What that says is that people in rural towns or live just outside rural towns want to come in and spend money in their local area, but they don't have the facility to do that. The rural bus link is very good, but it doesn't really facilitate for nighttime, yeah. the nighttime economy. Yeah, if you it, talk to it, any yeah. any restauranters, especially pub owners in small villages, they're essentially the taxi themselves. They yeah. bring their own customers home. And, you know, that's not the way it should be. And we've seen uh, restaurants and, and pubs close because of it. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the frustrating thing for, from my perspective is, a lot of people talk about rural Ireland and rural Ireland is dying. And I, I actually don't believe that. I think rural Ireland is changing and uh, it's improving in a lot of ways. If you look at the last census, there's more people living in rural Ireland than ever before. If you look at the uh, since COVID, more people have the option of living in rural Ireland now as opposed to Dublin uh, because of hybrid work, because of people want to change their, their the way they work, their lifestyle, how many days they work in the office. So there's a real opportunity for rural Ireland to develop in the next couple of years, in my view. And when people move to the countryside, uh, they don't look at just the job. They look at services. They look at what this area has to has to offer. So when someone comes to, if it's Bantry or Skibbereen or if it's Clamel or Care, uh, they look at a job and they look at the financials of that job. But they also look at what does that area have to offer. Uh, and if we don't have a good transport system uh, for people and for families to get in and out from their own rural towns, uh, well, that's a, 
that's a real detriment uh, to I, attracting people and, to and an Gareth, area, in my view. Gareth, I remember last year uh, speaking about uh, a pilot scheme that was rolled out by the Department of Transport, the, the local Hackney pilot scheme. I, I, and I've heard nothing about it since. Do we know how that went? Yeah, uh, hopeless. The, the uptake has been very poor on it. They they picked one of the reasons is so the National Transport Authority don't entertain this conversation about Uber. Uh, they they essentially said they didn't see a problem. They say the number of taxis that are in the country has increased, which is true, but that's in major cities. But then they roll out this pilot scheme to twenty one areas across the country. Now twenty one areas isn't going to isn't going to solve any problem at all. But the interesting thing, in my view, is the fact that they've set out this scheme, which was basically to incentivize people to set up hackneys. So they'd give them €6,000 for the first 12 months to help them to get up and going. But the important thing is they wouldn't have set up this scheme if they didn't recognise that there's a problem in rural Ireland. So my argument is this is a recognition from the National Transport Authority that rural Ireland isn't being serviced uh, adequately enough. And that's why they brought in this scheme. But this scheme is not working. So my request is, why not look at the obvious, which is Uber? And if the NTA aren't willing to do it, well, then the Minister for Transport himself, Eamon Ryan, needs to intervene to do it. You know, he invests, he talks about public transport quite a lot, which is really positive and really good and welcomed. Uh, but we need all types of transport to be able to support people in rural Ireland. Yeah, and and that is the big problem, particularly when it comes to late night, when you live in a rural area. We don't have the luxury of the public transport, especially at night time. No, and, and like my concern always is, is about the young person who's coming out of a pub or a nightclub at two o'clock in the morning or half two in the morning uh, and can't get a taxi and is on the street waiting to be collected. Like that's not safe for anyone um, or anyone's child, son or daughter to be waiting at half two in the morning to be to, to figure out a way of getting home. And we have a system that is very viable and has worked in, in, in loads of countries. And so many Irish people are used to using it in other countries. Yeah, um, they already have the app downloaded. Be, Exactly. That yeah. we everyone, uh, most people who go abroad to use the app have the app here, yeah. uh, um, um, so are ready to use it if it was actually rolled out. But you know, like we always talk about safety and 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 uh, being safe and people people being safe when they're out and getting home and things like that. Well, if there's no transport for people to get home, it's hardly safe to be standing in the middle of the street at two o'clock in the morning, uh, waiting for the one or two taxis that might be available on a Saturday night in a small rural town. Yeah. Um, look, I like I think there's just a lot of people who are who are retired that would be happy enough to be to 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 facilitate the service. There's a lot of students who would be home at weekends that would drive the car to collect people to make a few pounds at the weekend before they go back to college. I think there's a lot of people that this would suit uh, to be able to do it. And I just think the knock-on effect it would have in a, in a positive way for rural towns uh, would be really important. Yeah, and, um, and you're right, with, with the cost of living crisis and people trying to make an extra few bob, it is a way of generating extra income for people who have a car and have a bit of spare time in their hands. Yeah, like if you, if, if you do it abroad, you, you'd always see that the majority of people who, who are the drivers are young students yeah, who are yeah. just trying to make a few pounds um, to, to help themselves through college. Um, and it's such a simple thing to do. And all I'm saying is like, don't just knock it just because we where we have we have a regulated system in place and nothing can be done. Like that works really well uh, for places like Dublin, but it it, it does no service uh, to to rural towns like Clamell or Cashel um, or Bandon or Kinsale and Cork. 
Uh, and like these are towns, like there's a lo- an awful lot of towns that do really well in the summertime from from a tourist perspective. Um, but in the wintertime, uh, hotels or uh, restaurants and pubs wouldn't have the same footfall. And they need a constant footfall to come in during those uh, off-peak times. And the best way to do that is to have a good transport system and a good service for their own local people to be able to get in and out. Because when I talk to people locally here in Tipperary, they genuinely want to support their local restaurants, their local pubs, their local um, clothes shops. Um, but they can't always do it if they can't get in. Mm. Um, yeah, and it, and, it, and, it, it struck know. me over Christmas, you know, with the number of people who came home for uh, Christmas this year. And we had a, a very, very busy year uh, through uh, Cork Airport, which was uh, fantastic. But it just struck me the number of expats who came home to visit at Christmas must have been left scratching their heads when they realised they couldn't get uh, a taxi. And I was out in a, a restaurant over Christmas and there was a group of five young ladies who were seemed to be from all over the world meeting up uh, at Christmas and every one of them was saying that exactly what you had said, their mum or dad was coming in to collect them and, oh, I have to be gone at 11 because my mother has to collect my yeah, brother at half like, 11. You I know, just thought, my God, this is ridiculous. Enough. Parents have done enough. Yeah. Parents have done enough for kids by the time they get to 18. They're not meant to be a taxi service yeah, then for the ridiculous. next five or six it, years it, or even longer sometimes. And you, um, you mentioned our own uh, Tim Lombard. I'm, I'm assuming that you've got fellow senators all over the country who are oh, saying yeah. like, the same thing. Like, like absolutely. Like Michal Carragy in, in, in Longford as well. I'd speak to about this on a regular basis. Like uh, he owns a post office in, in Longford. And, you know, we're all from different parts of the country, but we all have the same uh, uh, vision for rural Ireland and what we want and what we hope for. And and I talk to Tim on, on a regular basis on this <clears throat> because a lot of his towns are very similar to mine. Cairn and Cashel would be very touristy towns, a little bit like Kinsale and Pantry. Uh, and Skibbereen. And, you know, all we're saying is we want the best for our area and our region. And we want people to have as as simple of an access to come in, to get around, uh, to be able to enjoy all of the things that our areas have to offer. And this is one more addition to other things like we, we've beautiful greenways, we've beautiful investment uh, uh, in, 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 in other areas. Like we have a department of of rural affairs that was set up by the previous government, Fine Gael, <coughs> uh, um, where we're investing in rural Ireland. Heather Humphreys has pumped money into almost every single village uh, and town in the country at this stage. Um, but we need to make sure that when we invest in doing up rural towns and villages, that we actually have the capabilities to be able to uh, enjoy and and have have people living in those areas okay, uh, uh, be able to come and in I, to actually enjoy can see the f- facilities f- that are there. Flurry of calls in from people who are agreeing with you. Ian in Glanmire said, "I decided not to go out on New Year's Eve for the simple reason that Gareth has been outlining on your program. I didn't want to be hanging around Cork City at one or two a.m. in the morning looking yeah. for a taxi." doesn't feel safe. There are not enough uh, taxis. Surely we need Uber in this country. It must be also having a huge detrimental effect on the hospitality industry. And And Eber Mallow uh, says, I agree, bring in Uber. I find it very hard to get a taxi these days. Yeah, and okay, Christmas time is good for for restaurants and bars. But when Liam talks like that and says that he wouldn't come in because of transport, like how many people around Cork made that decision as well? And the impact that has on restaurants and bars in the hospitality sector is huge. And they, they have challenges. They have challenges in terms of uh, rising costs, energy costs, um, higher wages, sick pay. So there's a lot of challenges uh, for, for restaurants in 2024 and for bars. Um, but 
if we have people that are making conscious decisions that they're not going to come uh, and spend money locally, not through any fault of their own, they want to do it just as just as your listener said, uh, but they don't have the they don't have the services to get in and out. Okay. Like that's just not right, yeah. and that's not good for our area. And all I'm saying is really, rural Ireland deserves the exact same services that places like Dublin have. And if they have them, we will thrive going forward. OK, bring it on, bring it on. And just before that you go, uh, Gareth, I've just realised when I spotted uh, your surname, Ahern, and you're talking about Clamel because I'm a native of Clamel. Your mother was the late Teresa Ahern. She was, yeah. she was, she was. She was, she was, she was, she was, she was a teacher of mine in my leaving cert year. Really? Yeah. She, I, yeah. she was, she was a maths teacher in, in, yeah. in, in the tech in, in yeah. Clamel. She yeah. absolutely loved teaching maths. Very and then, amazing. And then she, went um, on to be a TD, went on to be a TD. Yes. Yeah. She became a TD in, in 1989, um, uh, a female TD in, in the dawn in the 80s, which was very, very rare. Um, but funnily enough, Patricia, she even after she became a TD and she was, she was there for 11 years, she, she passed away very, very young at 49, did, breast, yeah. breast cancer. But she um, she missed teaching. She loved teaching. Yeah, she loved she was a being a maths woman. teacher as she well. She was a mighty woman. She was a mighty woman. Uh, I remember her fondly. Well, thanks very listen, much for that, Patricia. Listen, uh, Gareth, thank you for that. And uh, keep us informed on how you get on with uh, Eamon Ryan. You have a lot of support here in, in, in Cork for Uber, for sure. But listen, pleasure talking to you. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Good Patricia. morning to you. Bye bye. That is uh, Senator uh, Gareth Ahern, who is based in uh, Tipperary for the Fine Gael Party. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.